When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Explore a whole other world of cryptocurrencies with CoinSpot. With instant buying and selling with Aussie dollars, industry-leading security, and live chat support when you need it, it's no wonder CoinSpot is trusted by over 2 million customers. Visit coinspot.com.au and create your free account in minutes. Monday morning, welcome to Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. We're broadcasting from the studios of SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. And a big welcome for the first time this morning to those of you Tuning in through SEN 693 AM in Brisbane. Good morning also to those joining us through our SEN track network across Queensland, including Atherton, Ingham, Darling Downs and Kingaroy. You beauty, you're all on board on a great day for Australian sport. And welcome back to those who've been listening to our show through SEN 1170 AM Sydney, 801 AM on the New South Wales Central Coast, 1575 AM in the Illawarra, 90.3 FM in Griffith and 1323 AM in Canberra. This is the Cameron Smith and Maddie Johns hour on the SEN Network. Maddie Johns, normally here thanks to Chemist Warehouse, get half price off the Go Healthy Vitamins range. Unfortunately, Maddie not with us this morning due to Fox Sports commitments. But, you know, it's almost as if that was uh, meant to be because it's a great day to be a Cameron Smith. Thanks to the Sporting <laughs> Globe. Catch all the NRL action at the Sporting Globe. Your home of sport, Cameron Smith... What about it? Another Morning. Queenslander called Cameron Smith has got yeah. headlines around the world, and so he should. Yeah, morning, Vossie. I'm. Uh, yeah, I've had a big day. I've just flown back from uh, St Andrews, actually. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> excited with the win. I <laughs> know. Oh, how good is it? How good is it? He's just. Um, oh, he's just been unbelievable this year, hasn't he? Firstly, winning the players. Well, he won the he won the early tournament in Hawaii, but then he won the players and now the Open. He's just. Yeah, he's going so good. It's been good. It's have been you crossed paths uh, with Cameron along the way? Have, you, have, have, you have done much with Cameron over the years? No, I actually, I met him in my final year of um, playing State of Origin, so 2017. So I, I, I'm not too sure why he was out here, but he might have just had like a uh, like a mid-year break um, and he was out. Um, he was back here in Australia and he was down on the Gold Coast at uh, Hope Island. So we were staying nearby, just across the, the road at Century Cove and... Um, Did you play golf with him, Cam? I had a hit with him at the driving range, Brandy. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's sort of like a little cross-promotion type of thing because he, he actually played rugby league as, as a junior. He played rugby league up until he was about 12, 12 years of age until his dad said, hey, mate, look, I think it's time to decide what, what do you want to do? Do you want to play league or do you want to play golf? Good decision to pick golf, obviously. Yes. <laughs> now, but um, he, he avid Broncos fan, um, yeah, you know, again, a, a passionate Queenslander, of course, too. He's spoken about, um, you know, watching State of Origin and 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 um, you know being glued to the the TV when when Origin comes around. But um, yeah, really lovely fella, as you've as you've noticed in his press conferences and 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 post round media um, opportunities. He, he's a very laid back 
character. Um, he's pretty cruisy. Loves oh, his fishing. Yeah. Doesn't mind. Doesn't mind a beer. Um, well, yeah. have a listen yeah, to this. Like, that's that's this was receiving the claret jug. This was <laughs> one of the questions that was asked about the celebrations. This is so Australian. The answer from Cameron Smith uh, at the Open Championship. And I with the claret jug. <laughs> I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing. That's for sure. You sit outside, you can have a few beers tonight and fill the cup. Have you estimated how many beers it's going to take in there to, uh, to drink it all? I'm going to guess two. Yeah. Two cans of beer. How I'm many more guess. will you have after that? Uh, I'll probably have about 20 claret jugs. <laughs> how good. How good. Oh. Don't, don't, you, don't you love someone that's just as honest as that? He, two, yep. two cans of beer to fill up the, the claret jug and... I'll, I'll knock down about twenty of those. He's yeah, he's just so good. Like it's, it's refreshing to hear someone like an elite athlete talk that way. Like just like I'm gonna go, I've just won the open, but I'm just gonna go smash forty beers <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah, and and, and how he did it too. Like, it, yeah, you know, you know, to 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 have a six under back nine to win it mm. like that. That's that, that's just incredible. Five birdies in a row. Clutch putts on 15, yep. 16, 17, then birdie the final hole. That's You, could, you couldn't win Andrews. it any better way. Yeah. At and St. And Andrews, to do and it at putter, St. Andrews. He got his putter back today. Like, it, it went he, he went missing in the third round, didn't it? It was, it was great in yep. the second round. Couldn't find it day three, but today it just, yeah, it was there for him. And, and it's been a huge part of his game. But oh, I was so happy. So happy. Well, one as a Queensland, but two, like, it's great that an Aussie's won the Open. But the last time it was what? There was the Shark, wasn't it, in 90... Yep, 93. 93. 93. There you go. And, uh, Fossey, do you... I, I remember watching that, too. And, and you and you and Porter were speaking about it, watching it. And I, I remember, because I loved the Shark then. I, like, mm. I, I thought the Shark was just great. And I remember that win at Royal St. George's. Um, he, he was incredible. And, and he shot a 64 that day, too, like... As you and Porter said, he, he left an 18-inch putt out on the, the out in the course, which could have been a 63. But um, mm. that was an incredible round, and and Cam Smith has has I, I think bettered that by the way he's you know five birdies in a row on the back yeah. nine, especially with the well, crowd support. I the thought with um, too, you know, yeah, I, I thought with the crowd support there for um for for McElroy too, like that's mm. that's a big effort. Well, that entire crowd there was there to see McElroy win that one. Yes, so yes, for Cam it was. Smith to sort of overcome that, that was yeah, it was huge. Very gracious, Roy McElroy was in um, post interviews too, and, and you and Porter talked about it. St Andrews has fourteen double greens, so they're huge greens. But he led the tournament and hit every green in regulation on the uh, last mm. day, but only hold the two birdies. But they are big greens, of course, and though that that stats increase, but still, it's never. I don't think it's ever happened before. People, I don't think could imagine that it could happen, that you could lead a tournament at every green and regulation and not win. Now, what footy, what NRL did you cover this weekend uh, for Channel 9, Cam? Brandy, I, I was Friday night Parramatta Warriors, um, yep. but, but I was also, um, I was in Melbourne as well. I seen the game yesterday against the Raiders, which wasn't great for the Storm. Three losses in a row. So, um, yeah, I was at those two matches. Oh, that was a hell of a game Cameron. yesterday, bud. That, no, that, no, but we should say, Cameron, mm. Brandy, there's been a celebration of Cameron Smith's career yesterday at Amy Park. Um, <laughs> humbling for you, Cameron? 
pre-match. <laughs> I mean, I know the result's not great for the club, but yeah. pre-match. No, it was. Well, see, thanks, mate. Yeah, I've, um, I was very uh, fortunate, very grateful to um, receive the honour of, of they, the storm in Amy Park. They named the uh, the Eastern Grandstand after me, so it's now the Cameron Smith Stand. So Did that was they? pretty cool. Yeah, wow. that was pretty cool. I, d- that I, d- was pretty I didn't cool. know that. That happened yesterday. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a, a quick little pre-game sort of presentation, which was great. Billy Slater's got one already. He's up the northern end. Um, so, yeah, that was nice to, to get oh, one. Well done. Um, Congratulations. On yeah. That's thanks, good. guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, it was a good day. It was actually, it was a nice day to celebrate it too because of the storm. We had our uh, Melbourne old boys uh, down there, which um, they do really well. I think there was close to 40 um, former storm players down there, a few of the inaugural boys. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a great day. Um, you know, shame about the result, but there um, it was a great game of footy, as you said, Brandy. Yeah, it was a it was a great game, and and the, the Raiders have had a bit of joy down there, haven't they? Uh, they recently. have. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have. They um, they're a they're a bit of a bogey side for Melbourne at home, as we know. Like they're they're a very good side at home. It's it's one of the harder outside of Penrith. Um, it's probably the hardest road trip for any team traveling. But um, but Canberra, they just they just seem to get it done down there. They seem to get it yeah, done. There's, there's um, not many teams that do do, you know, when you look at when you look at side when you go through sides' records against the Melbourne Storm. Yeah. You know, often you read, you know, when you read the stats about a, a, an upcoming game that involves Melbourne, you know, often it says, you know, the opposition, whoever it is, uh, you know, mm. their worst record in the Premiership is against Melbourne. Like yeah. Melbourne over 20 years have just you know owned some teams, but there's yep. South there's Sydney. a couple South Sydney. Well, South, well, that, that, that's right. That's what I mean. But there, there's more than that too. That you, you, you know, you read Broncos. Broncos, yeah, just haven't been able to beat the Melbourne Storm. But mm. yeah, the Raiders, for some reason, um, you know, well, have, have been good at, but not not necessarily. I think their record against Melbourne overall is pretty poor. But yeah, it's just at Amy Park that yeah, they Brandy. Get it done. Look, thinking back to the first sort of half of my career, um, when when Craig Bellamy took over at Storm. I don't think we lost a game to the Raiders, and I think we had the best um, results against the Raiders in the first. Ten, like, I don't think we lost a game against them in the first ten seasons that yeah. Craig Bellamy had in Melbourne. But but of recent years, I think over mm. the last sort of five, I think Canberra probably they probably got more wins than Melbourne do in yeah, that okay. Now Gary of hey, Newtown, Cameron, who's I can part remember, of our I'll get a flashback. Group. Hang on, yeah, I got a flashback of Cameron against Canberra. Um, early career down in Canberra, finals match. Remember it tapping oh, yeah. the line? Did you take a penalty tap and just fall over the line? Was that, was that no. a little No, that so one of, one, one, no, of the, uh, one of my former players, was, was he brought this up yesterday as well. I think it was Matty Guy, actually. He said, remember that try you scored in Canberra? It was 2003, Vossi, you're right. It was my first full wow. season of footy. And a semi-final. It's the first semi-final. It the Friday night. I think we finished fifth and uh, Canberra were fourth. Remember the old... Final system, yeah, um, yeah, McIntyre system, yeah, the McIntyre system, and uh, it was actually it wasn't a tap, it was it was the fifth tackle, and I come out from dummy half. We were about I don't know five meters out from the line, and I picked the ball up from dummy half, and I come out to my right, and I sort of I I, I sort of dummy to kick the ball. It looked like I was going to grubber, like three or four times, and I remember who was it? It was Simon Wolford, I think. He sort of he just he he stopped moving forward at me. And he actually retreated a little bit, 
and he stuck his leg out like he was waiting for me to kick the ball and he wanted to trap it. But it almost he almost retreated behind the try line. So I just I just reached out and just put the ball down under the post. <laughs> it was it was nice. crazy and we ended up winning that match. It was crazy, um, yeah. Gary of Newtown, who's part of our leadership here, <laughs> only because Vossie's appointed him as such. So he thinks he can ring up and, and just offer advice at any time of the program. Yes. Um, and often he doesn't finish his call because he, he just gets, we, we just turn him off. We just hang up on him. Mm. But he said, and he said, I think Melbourne are gone without Ryan Pappenhausen. And he wow. thinks that Craig Bellamy has coached a year too long. He said, I Ooh. think he's, 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 his words are being lost and that he, it's just not hitting the mark now. Oh, wow. Well, I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't agree with that, particularly around, <laughs> around the comments with Craig. <laughs> I think, uh, I think his words, they certainly um, resonate with the players still. Um the Pappenhausen injury, that's that's a big one, isn't it? Um, possible fractured kneecap, that's that's never good. I actually had one myself when I was a, a young fella. But, um, yeah, they're just looking looking at their last few games. So they've lost three in a row. They're, like, if you look at stats alone, and and this probably you know, backs up the reasoning behind the stats aren't always, um, you know, a guide for results. They've, they've actually been okay. So they've actually completed... Their completion rates are quite high. Um, their running meters are good. They're doing all these right things with the football. It's just, I don't think their defense is up to scratch. Mm. That like, and, and that's easy to say, oh, well, because they've been beaten. But but it's not the typical Melbourne Storm where they're, they're usually, and have been for a long time, a very, very hard side to score against. At the moment, there's, there's way too many points being conceded by Melbourne. All right, Cameron Smith here. Thanks to the Sporting Globe. Catch all the NRL action at the Sporting Globe, your home of sport, Cameron. Uh, mm. First time we've spoken since Origin Series win. Yes. I, I, I'm just going to poke the bear. I'm a bit of a troublemaker. On the weekend, I, I, I tweeted out that uh, the island jumper means more than the All Blacks jersey, obviously. The, the Queensland jersey, as opposed to the New South Wales jersey, playing for the jersey, mm. is, is it real? Queensland have a greater appreciation of origin that it means more do you want to respond to that claim oh no I look I won't I won't make any suggestion that that's true Vossi because I don't I don't know what it's like to play in a sky blue jersey or to play for New South Wales and you know that's you have to ask you know Brandy's done it I think you you got the the sense that it does mean a lot when you've seen Joey <laughs> and his response post game I was right beside him um you know, I think that I think that opinion is formed around, you know, situations like the other night where many people thought, well, you know, there's no chance Queensland can win this. This is this is New South Wales game to 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 lose pretty much, and they seem to come up with um, the, the 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 big plays at, at the at the right time. Um, whenever there's a situation like Queensland were in the other night where. That was almost they were pretty much written off, like losing Cameron Munster and Murray Tuolungi in the middle of um, a, a, a preparation for an Origin game, and then bringing in a rookie like Tom did, and it was it was there for for New South Wales to win. But it, it seems as though Queensland are able to find a way to win more times than not in those situations, and I think where that 
that's where the opinion is formed. I don't, I'm, I don't su- subscribe to that opinion. Um, yeah, and and I don't really like to give an opinion on whether Queensland um, origin means more to Queensland than New South Wales because I don't. I, I'm a Queenslander. I don't know what it's like to be a New South Welshman. You'd like to think that people that pull on the New South Wales jersey, it means a whole heap to them. And I think, going off the game the other night, I think it showed what it meant to those players playing for New South Wales. Because until the Ben Hunt charge down slash intercept, kick intercept, the, the game was on a knife's edge. Like if, if, if say, Cleary regathers that chip and they go and score, well, New South Wales win. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, for, I, for, I, I, for I New South Wales saying. to hang in there the way they did with, it was almost a, a a mirror image of Perth where New South Wales spent the majority of that that particularly the second half just camped in their own end. They were defending their try line. They were carrying the ball off their own try line, and it was right up until the dying moments, the last minute and a half, that that Queensland really um, put that game away. Like, so to say that. You know, it, the jersey doesn't mean as much. I think the actions of the Blues and, and the courage they showed to hold out as long as they did, I think it shows it means a whole heap to them. Yeah, I look, I, I've had my say on it. And I, I, you know, I, I was, I did the program on Friday morning and, and spoke about just that. And, and passion doesn't swing like the tide. Like, no. And, and New South Wales, the, the errors that they made in the second half that, and the pressure they put on themselves, um, to, I think there was four errors inside their own 20. Mm. They couldn't get out of their own end. They just And yep. Queensland just kept getting off the line and bashing them. Like, you know, yep. it was, you know, it was as physical a game as you'd ever want to see, right from the mm. opening minute right to the last minute. Mm. And for, as Cameron said, for, for New South Wales to still... There was, I think there was, was this, Vossi, you, you did, you brought up that stat that there was seven, tr- seven times Queensland seven disallowed tries over the line and yep. almost scored a try. And for New South Wales, if there wasn't any passion in, in their jersey, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't have been in the game. They would not have been in the game um, and still hanging in there until that Ben Hunt intercept off the chip kick. Now, I've got one for you, Cameron, uh, just as we go to a break. Um, in light of Joey's comments after Origin, uh, one of our callers the next day, like the postmortems have been huge on this program, Cameron, as mm. you can imagine. Yes. Chris of Rose Bay had a comment about you yes. uh, in retirement, how you can still get... Eh, let's have a listen to Chris. Cameron's just standing there when Joey's carrying on about, oh, we have to listen to your bullshit for another year. I thought, what, what bullshit? Or we're the ones that usually come up with all the crap. He's just standing there and you've, oh, it's typical Cameron. He's got under Joey's skin. Even though they're not playing anymore, <laughs> Cameron, Smith, Cameron Smith continues to do it. All hail you, Cameron. No, I actually spoke, well, I work with Joey Friday night and he, uh, he actually, it was, Guilty. He come, he come up and apologised, and he said, "Mate, look, I didn't articulate that properly. That wasn't that comment wasn't directed towards uh, yourself or Fatty because Fatty and I were standing with Joey on the panel at the time." He said, "I just it got the better of me." And what didn't help, fellas, was that we were broadcasting that that post game show down in the corner, the the north um, western corner, and I'll tell you what, there was about two hundred uh, fired up Queenslanders there, just absolutely giving it to Joey, absolutely giving it to him. So that that certainly didn't help the situation. 
Okay, here, here's one. Here, here's one from Anthony. Just a quick one from Anthony. He says, mm. uh, "Fellas, can you ask Cam about the confrontation post game Friday night on air between Gal and SBW?" Oh. Cam was in oh. the middle of it again. Does he feel like he gives off a bad vibe after he was in the middle of Joey's outburst? No. So was 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 there another one? Oh, you guys didn't see this. No. So this was post game again, and, and to answer that question, no, I don't give off bad vibes because it was a great night, but we were getting along. Uh, it was a great post-game show. We are having a bit of fun, and then all of a sudden it went from reviewing the, the Warriors-Parramatta match to um, almost Sonny Bill, Williams, and Gal talking about why they haven't got a fight organised yet, and they were, they were getting stuck into each other. Oh, really? And so I was there in between them, and James Bracey was down the end. He was like, hosting the show. And I had a bit of a chuckle at first, but it kept going. And then I looked to James Bracey and I said, is this a G-up? But they just they kept going for like two minutes. That is, uh, that's where we Crazy. leave it. It's a G-up. We take a break <laughs> on the breakfast show. And the GOAT, too. He's with us. Cameron Smith with us this morning. Um, Snackers from Canberra says, uh, VB, my festivist grievance, because it is a Monday, you can sh- air your grievance, is with Jerome Hughes. The dude is now one of the NRL's worst divers and the refs have to be onto him. Thoughts? Anyone got any thoughts on Jerome Hughes diving? He was um, injured yesterday. He was injured. Yeah. Well, there, there was a couple that stayed down yesterday. A couple of players. I'm not going to declare anyway. the biggest diver just yet. Not yeah. just yet. Des Hasler, the only coach with a winning record. And he needed 10. Over Belly 8. So Des Hasler has a winning record over Craig Bellamy. Thank you, Andrew, from Manly Weather for that. Text and plenty more. Cameron Smith, the goat in the house for the next half hour here on Breakfast on SEN. Thank you, Vanessa, plugging the A-grade segment. A-graders on uh, Joel and Fletch this afternoon. We're here thanks to Bryden's lawyers supporting you when you need it most. Visit brydens.com.au. And also thanks to 4D Doors, Garage Doors Redefined. Visit uh, the website to explore the range, 4ddoors.com.au. Now, Vossi, time for, uh, well, it's time for pull up your socks. Thanks to Underworks. All day socks for, by Underworks pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourself. Um, Cameron, mm. have you got a pull up your socks nomination? Yeah, I do. And, and it's going to be uh, my, my old team, uh, the Storm. They've, they've lost three in a row, boys. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely not, uh, not our standard. And particularly... Uh, yesterday was quite disappointing and I heard Craig Bellamy say as much after the game to the players too, particularly on Old Boys Weekend. They're usually up and about for those ones. And, uh, you know, I know, I know they're, they haven't got a great record of late against the Raiders, but, um, yeah, I think uh, I think the, the boys at, in Melbourne, they, they need to pull up their socks a bit. Yeah, but, do, do, gee, I, th- I thought they looked good in the opening 20 minutes. And... and I was surprised when, when we when we did our halftime chat. I thought surprising that the Storm have only scored one try so far because they've mm. opened Canberra up a couple of times. Munster looked particularly dangerous, and yeah. you know, and his combination with Pappenhausen looked look they, they just looked likely to score. And then I guess yep. Pappenhausen leaving the field after twenty minutes uh, certainly didn't help things. Uh, but that's it's it's five years since the Storm lost three in a row, and mm. and I actually said yesterday I said well. It's five years since they've lost three in a row. It'd be interesting to have a look at how many times over the last two decades that Craig Bellamy has been the coach yep. that, that they've lost three in a row. I, I, I don't think it would have happened many times. No, um, there wouldn't right be many. Throughout, 
No, no wouldn't be many. many but I do remember being a part of a team that lost five consecutive matches. And that was back to 2012, fellas. And, and the Storm went on to win the Premiership. So we'll see what happens. Andrew, what's your uh, pull-up your gonna, socks because I, you, you rarely get to do this. Um, All Blacks. Got to be the Ooh. All Blacks. I mean, you know, the all-conquering All Blacks. Pull up your socks. Um, losing to Ireland. Losing at home, um, even more so, to Ireland. Uh, they are now under the pump massively. I mean, you can imagine they're just getting picked apart today um, by fans. Some people have even called them the worst All Blacks ever. Um, the first Ooh. time the All Blacks have lost consecutive tests on New Zealand soil in more than two decades. Uh, and by the way, Roger Tuivasa Sheck. Now, I'm just throwing this out there. And now, good luck to him. He's obviously got his ambitions and he's achieved a dream test debut but he's now part of the worst All Blacks of all time. Roger, come back. Rugby League's got a spot for you. If you'd like to come back, mm. I can find you a club and I won't charge you any commission. So there you go. Pull up your socks. All Blacks. Okay. My, my, my nomination, um, uh, well, it's the Dragons. If the Dragons want to play finals footy, they've got Manly, Cowboys, Sharks, Raiders over the next month. If they want to play finals footy, they need to pull up their socks. Uh, they need to be better defensively. Um, the next month will tell us whether they're going to be finals bound or not. Um, so the Dragons. Mm. All right. Good nominations there. Underwork socks. They pass every test. Pick up a pair and test them for yourselves. If you've got a nomination, text us through now. 0457736736. Now, Cameron, we're going to bring you in on the Eddie Jones chat from the weekend. Now, mm. it would be said that from time to time in your career, fans did have a little crack at you over the fence. Yes. Um, I don't know whether you ever wanted to respond <laughs> in Eddie Jones style. So we'll just play the audio again in case you've missed it. For yep. anyone who hasn't heard it, but Eddie Jones called a trader from beyond the fence on Saturday night after England beat the Wallabies. Have a listen. I reckon you probably copped a fair bit in your career, Cameron. Did you ever respond? In that way, eyeball the person and say something back, or best just to leave it. Um, I think, in for the most part, it's best just to leave it. Yeah, just just swallow your pride and, and get off the field. Um, you know, they're just the fans are just you know they pay their money to go in, and I will say at the same time, like I, I think recently over the last you know five or so years, and in, in the back end of my career, the 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 comments being made were far worse than what they were at the start. So I think, I think, I think, yeah, the, the banter's probably gone a little bit past banter. And I'm not saying all fans, but some fans. And they're, they're starting to sort of cross that line a little bit. Um, there's only a couple of occasions where I did stop and I, I looked the person in the eye and just said, hey, mate, like that's, that's gone too far. And, and, you know, they sort of, when you stop and, and you talk that way, I think they realise that they did cross the line. But on the most part, it's just it's just general banter. Um, and I I chose to keep walking. Um, yeah. Most times. Most times. I only, yeah, as I said, I only pulled up a couple of times and that's when I thought, well, that comment's probably just gone a little bit too far. There's nothing wrong. Like, I'm all for a bit of banter and, you know, you can boo the opposition you know, tell them you, know, you yeah. don't like them and whatnot. But when, when it crosses the line, I think, you know, 
that's that's it's gone too far. Yeah, I I I think I think there's a lack of respect generally. I, I think the whole world there's a lack of respect, and, yeah. and social yep. media has created this. Like people Absolutely. can think they can say what they what they want to say, and and that's right. and get away with it. But yeah, I I, th- I think it'd take a bit more than someone just singing out "You're a traitor, you're a traitor" for for me to react, and certainly for yeah. Cameron. Yep. Now, here's a question for you, Cameron, on the text. Um, interesting question, this. So we've never asked you this. It's great to have the listeners' input. As mm-hmm. players, did you and Billy have a say in Queensland selections? And if so, how deep into your careers did it start? Would they involve players in selections now as coaches? So w- when you were playing for Queensland a- yep. at the you know the senior part of your career, yep. did senior players have a say in selections? And, and now what, where's the cutoff in the current squad? Oh, like we wouldn't have, we wouldn't select a team. No, I think uh, you know, Kevy Walters and certainly Mal. Um, when I was sitting, or when I was in those senior positions, as you said, in like the leadership group of that footy side, they they would ask our opinion um, on certain players and and how they would fit into our team and and what our thoughts were around the makeup of our seventeen. But but at no stage when I was playing was I given the opportunity to, to pick a player or or to not mm. select a player to say no I don't want him in the team. It was just more around you know our opinion on on how I see if that player was to be picked, how I'd see him fit into the side and what he would bring to the footy side, um, and that's really as far as it was go it would go as far as the players now, um, you know that was that's more. That that that'd be a question for Billy, and who he would speak to. I, I'd I'd definitely imagine he'd be speaking with Daly, uh, Cherry Evans about um, his opinion on certain players, um, and you know Josh Papali'i, two guys that have been there for a long, long time. Um, Dane Gagai as well, um, and and I guess Cameron Munster being in a in a key position also, um, he'd be getting opinions from those you know four players in particular. Yeah, yeah, I I I, I know Freddie does. Um chat with James Tedesco, um, mm. you know, just get his opinion on, um, you know, certain players or, yeah, the style, that sort of thing. Uh, Morning Boy says, Lordy, Cam, you said get rid of the six again, mm. did you? Uh, the reason it was bought in was because, <laughs> oh, hang on, I, I, haven't, I haven't proofread this. The reason, <laughs> hang on, the reason it was bought in was because of you and your storm wrestling and holding down tactics. It says Brandy. Yeah, no, I did make that comment because of all the you know, blunders and all that sort of stuff happened a couple of weeks ago. I, I just think it's just it's a little bit grey for mine. The, the six ago, six again, it can just pop up whenever, and there's just sort of no. You're like, what happened there? There's no sort of clear explanation as to why it happened. Um, and I think it just cleans it up for everyone, particularly for the spectators and 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 the players. It's it's if there's a, if if there's an infringement in the ruck, I believe it, it just let's just let's just let it be a penalty. I, I didn't think there was too much wrong with the game beforehand. And it, if it was, if it was a rule to come in to stop the wrestling, like you can't say, you can't say wrestling is is gone from the game because of the six again. No. And to say it was to try and. Um, you know, stop Storm from wrestling. I can guarantee you that hasn't happened. And the first year that this that the set restart or the six again rule came in, the Storm won the premiership. So there goes your theory, Lordy. Mm. Thanks for your text, mate. 
Okay, I've got one here. Uh, Brandy and Vossie, it's a Cameron Day. Cam Smith Golf, Cam Smith the commentator and the goat, Cameron Davis the golfer in the Barracuda Championship. So there's a USPGA event going on now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And because Cameron Smith has just won the Open... uh, I, I know I'm the boss of the go, the, the golf desk, but I, I've I've forgotten well, about that USPGA championship. And Cameron Davis, uh, last round, he's minus five off in the lead in the mono. So he's so it's a, a modified Stableford event. So they're getting points, but Cameron Davis is in contention with nine holes to Why? go. Get the music and the updates going, please, boys. Says the animal <laughs> from Condobolin. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to quickly google what's happening in the yeah. barracuda championship and 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 also um didn't uh, wasn't there wasn't there a cameron that finished second at the open behind cameron smith it was cameron smith and then was it cameron, cameron young? young yeah cameron yeah. young the american there we there go there you go uh, only only one shot off too he eagled the last hole cameron young wow uh, which meant that um cam smith n- needed a two putt and uh, and he did it to win it. So uh, very good, very good. Um, Cam so Fest, uh, seventeen minutes to nine. <laughs> we need to take a break. Cameron Smith here, thanks to the Sporting Globe on a Monday morning. Catch all the NRL action at the Sporting Globe, your home of sport. And as we go to a break, let's get a ladder update. Thanks to Bailey Ladders, Worksite trusted for over sixty years. If you're not aware, the Melbourne Storm after yesterday are now 10 points off the competition lead. Penrith run away for the minor premiership. 34 points, eight clear of the Cowboys and the Sharks. Then the Storm Broncos, Eels on 24, Rabbitohs 22, Seagulls 20, Roosters, Raiders, Dragons all on 18. That's where the cutoff is for teams that can make the finals. Forget the bottom five now. All of that for Bailey Ladders, bringing safety and efficiency to the worksite for over 60 years of breaking back with more. Yeah, Vossi, it's been a very busy morning. A lot of people wanting to have their say about Cameron Smith's uh, first major win, the British Open, the 150th British Open. Um, Let's go back to the McDonald Jones Open line. Pedro the Rooster is there. Morning, Pedro. Hello, Brandy, Uh, Cam, Vossi, how are we going? I I I watched the State of Origin in New Zealand, actually, which was pretty late. Um, I could have told you the score because they're two hours ahead. Um, but that's not the reason I rang. Um, I rang for an update of the uh, uh, the odds, the ladder odds. You've got Penrith at two dollars, and you've got the Roosters reeled in from forty six dollars to thirty one dollars. That's all you need to know. Just those two sides. Uh, I had people got on the forty six dollars last week, as I suggested. Mm. And I wanted to do a bit of brucing as well, if I've uh, if I've got time. I've never played golf with Cameron Smith, either of them. I haven't had a stand named after me, but my brother-in-law is the president of Manor League in Victoria, Peter Foreman, ex, uh, ex-Jets, I was Blue Bags player, played mm. for Newtown, little halfback. Okay. Okay. Well, well, it was a big big weekend for Manor League, wasn't it? Uh, teams had their crazy socks on. Lots of teams supporting yeah. Manor League. Yeah. Down and saw the boys for their... Uh, that's where that call ends. Uh, Pedro, Pedro, thank that, you that for was that. All, that um, yeah, that, that that's, was quality, Bruce. That was good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Pedro. Good timing of it all. On you, Pedro. Here's a couple of texts for you. Would love to have seen Cam, Cam Skull some beer out of the jug after winning the British Open singing, yah, yah, yippee, yippee, yah, 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 yippee, yah, <laughs> says Davo. Uh, morning, boys. My pull-up-your-socks nomination 
would be for David Fafita, one of the highest paid in the NRL, if not the highest paid, and done absolutely nothing on Saturday night. Cheers, Brandon of Perth, Brandy. Oh, they, they had a dig too, the Gold Coast. That 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 was mm. a, that was another very good game. Saturday night, yeah. the seven thirty game, the Titans. Uh, you know, came within a whisker of winning that one against an yep. understrength Broncos team. And, you know, just on the Broncos, you know your, your, your club's in a good place when you win two games back-to-back without your stars. And the Broncos yes. did that. I've got to say, yeah, David Fafita, was, he was disappointing again. He just, he just can't get himself into the game. Mm. No, he can't. Um, yeah, they just got to try and use him a bit better, don't they? I, I think so. Like, forget about the stack of money they're paying him. Like, they're just... He's not a battering ram. Like, he's can't, he can't run through four and five people when he's running in the middle of a defensive line. Like, he's he's good out wide, and they just need to give him some quality balls so he can do his stuff. Cam, I, I was saying I was saying in, about David Feeder uh, during the game, I, I'd be telling, if I was Justin Holbrook, I'd tell him, whenever there is a quick play the ball anywhere in your vicinity, yep. you get the ball. Whether, whether you have to jump in a dummy half or whether you just get it one off the ruck, but a quick play the ball with Fafita coming at you as you're retreating, that's when mm-hmm. he's he would be unstoppable there. They they seem to give him the ball, Cam, when there's four Nothing's players happening. on him. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing happening. And and like they they've got this such a strike weapon with the football and it's they, they don't try and set up for him, as you mentioned, Brandy. If you look at the you look at the way the Cowboys were playing when, when Tal Malolo, and he's having an outstanding season this year, but when he was at his destructive best, they used to they used to line up a set for him where it would be, you know, like a Matt Scott followed by another f- prop and then maybe like a Cooper um, quick play the ball from a Thurston pass and then it would be Tal Malolo off the back of that on a quick play the ball. So you'd be retreating. You'd yep. get to the referee, you'd turn around, and Jason Taumalolo, he'd be coming at you already with the football in hand. Yep. So you, I think you're exactly right, Brenny. They need to try and find him a bit better quality football. That just about brings us at the end to, of the hour, but I've just got the birthday game. It's a one-off challenge. Oh. Alexander V. Smith to finish the oh, hour. Here we go. Dennis Lilly's birthday today. The great oh. Dennis Lilly. Brandy, how old is Dennis? You I'm going to say 72. Cameron, 72 from Brandy. Um, I'm going to say 70. 73, you're both wrong. Cameron, have a great week. Thanks for coming on the show for the Sporting Globe. Cameron Smith, the goat on the breakfast show. We'll take a break and bring it home. Our heroes are all around us. Our heroes are made at Kangan Institute. Call 13TAFE or visit kangan.edu.au. Eligibility criteria applies. Some or all of this training is delivered with Victorian and Commonwealth Government funding. RTO 3077. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.